Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for a new opportunity to come to you. We thank you that you quicken us, that we keep coming back to you. And you keep filling us. We come back to draw and drink from you again, Lord. Of your wisdom, of your mysteries, of your understanding, of your ways, of your culture, of your kingdom. And all that you have provisioned for us, Father. That we might not only receive it, but we might meditate on it. And then we might observe to do according to all that you have given us. Knowing that then we shall make our way prosperous and then we shall have good success. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you, Lord. That you have blessed us with your peace and your joy. That only you can give and no one else can give. And what you give, no one can take away either. And we share the same, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting. With those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family as well. We share it also with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer. And those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you. With all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you, Lord. And as we lift up all of these at our altar of prayer, standing in the gap, Lord. Interceding. We ask for your mercy and we call on your name. The name of our maker, the name of our creator, the name of our father, the great I am. The one who is ever faithful. The one who always completes every good work that he has started in us. The God of patience, the God who is a consuming fire, and the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. And we pray in the name of your son Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who is our foundation, our rock, on which we build our Christian church and our, and our experience. He is the Lord who heals. He is the word that was sent to us. The light that came into this world. The one in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The one who is fed to us as our daily bread. Manna coming straight down from heaven. And he is the way, the truth and the life. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of Jesus. The spirit of truth. The spirit of life. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And now gives life to our mortal body. The one who hovered over the void and formless earth, now living in us, so that when he hovers over every aspect of our life that is void and formless, he gives it shape and he gives it life. He has made his tabernacle within us, so that we become temples of the living God. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny helpers. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer. 
to legally authorize you to step into our circumstances through our altar of prayer. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every physical provision that we need, that we shall never lack anything. When you are our shepherd, we thank you, Lord, that you reveal to us the mysteries in your word. We thank you, Jesus. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. And we, we declare, each of us, that it shall not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life every time you speak. Thank you, Lord. Today's, the theme of today's reflection will be two parts. I'll continue today and tomorrow. And the topic is man's connection to earth. So we're still reflecting on the, the, on the Genesis, the creation. And the underlying theme is what is man that God is so mindful of him. So today we look at the connection man with earth. Now the scripture we are reflecting on is Genesis 1 verse 28 where God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Now God gave man a spirit that lives in a body made of dust from the earth. And so the earth realm we are, and so in the earth realm we are not separate from the earth. Because our coating, our body is made from the earth. And that becomes critical because anyone that can speak or control the earth can affect us. That could potentially have dangerous repercussions because witchcraft can be used in that way to harm others or to harm us could be done by others. The advantage to us, however, is that we, as sons of righteousness, after receiving salvation, have dominion over the earth through Jesus. So let's look at that a little more closely. When God spoke creation into existence for six days in Genesis chapter 1, 
He commanded the earth to bring forth his bounty. We see a lot of that commandment in Genesis 1 verse 11. But he stopped commanding the earth on day 6. Because he had now made man. On day 6 he created man and he had now made man in charge of the earth. That's what Genesis 1 verse 28 is. So when he gave man charge over the earth. He gave him authority to command the earth as well. That was transferred to men. And you actually see that authority coming in Genesis, sorry, in um, Psalms 115, verse 16, where it says, The heavens are his, but the earth he gave to the children of men. So from the day he gave that authority to men, he stopped commanding the earth. And here in Genesis 1, Verse 28, we see him blessing Adam, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. So man could command the earth now to be fruitful or to bring forth what he commands it to bring forth. And not just the crop harvest, but being fruitful implies your success or man's success in every way. It's your business, your job, your finances, your ministry. You can command the earth to bring forth fruit. And the important thing to remember there is God has already stored every resource that the earth would need in order to bring forth whatever we need. He stored every such resource in the earth already. So there is nothing that will come from outside the earth. Whatever we ask. And whatever we command the earth. And the next one is. Actually before going to the next one. We'll touch a little more on that. The important thing how that comes to pass is. The earth. Is given a womb. Whereby. A seed can be sown into the earth. And that womb. Then. Um should we say, incubates it to give its harvest. That is not only true for crops, it is true for whatever else we command the earth to bring forth. That's what we need to remember because that's where your commanding is your seed. The second thing is after fruitful is be, being fruitful is said multiply. So you're able to multiply, you're already carrying the seed in your spoken word. And when the earth brings its harvest, you're able to multiply so that, and we've reflected on this, I think over a year ago, the topic was seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Every harvest or crop will always have a seed that can be sown again, along with whatever we can consume from that harvest. And that seed is to be sown again. And that's what we herald every day in our prayer. Seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So now you can keep sowing again and you can command fruit again and again. And lastly, he said, subdue the earth. So the earth must obey man's word. Now that's where it becomes dangerous like we touched on at the start. If you don't speak to your earth, and someone else 
takes over your territory and speaks to it. Even if they are unrighteous, the earth must obey man. And that is how witchcraft works. The demonic realm takes advantage of the duality of realms that all humans have and uses it to establish a connection through an altar. Then bring their purposes to come to pass by getting man to speak. The only one that can speak here is man. But they can get man to speak. That is a legal loophole in this system which forces the earth to obey another man's command to bring destruction in one man's life or to stop their fruitfulness. They have to obey that command. The command of the one who is in charge. Are you seeing how barrenness or stagnation or delay can come into your realm or your destiny? It could also be disfavor, where the doors of success or abundance are closed on your destiny. And that's how witchcraft often works. They can be forced on the earth. So if you are silent and are not sowing your seeds or your command to the earth, then it will be forced to germinate every weed it is given. It won't just wait for your crop, it can also germinate weeds. Those weeds are the words of witchcraft that affect your prosperity or the curses that someone else speaks against you and commands the earth. And the outcome of all that you are doing on this earth can be affected by it. So someone else is subduing your earth. So what do you need to do to restore the earth's outcomes to you? We will look at that tomorrow. But the important thing to remember is if you are not commanding your earth and you are not speaking to it, if you do not sow in your field, weeds will still grow. If you remain silent, weeds will still grow. But that's why it was important for us to take this topic on what is man's connection with the earth? What are you missing? The earth is already equipped with and capable of bringing all that you can ask it to bring. Are you speaking and commanding the earth or are you remaining silent? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray as we continue this session on this uh, subtopic tomorrow as well. Let our eyes be open to that truth, Lord. So that in our prayer we factor in that wisdom that you pour into our hearts. That we are able to speak in every area that we should speak. That we are able to take control of every aspect in our realm that you have given control to us through Jesus. That we do not let anyone else manipulate either human or demonic. We do not let them manipulate anything that belongs to us, anything that you have rightfully given to us as the Son of God. 
I ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray, Lord, also for all those families that are facing any kind of division and separation. For all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance and poverty, all kinds of addictions and afflictions, that every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the precious blood of Jesus. We pray also, Lord, for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith in our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sara <laughs> <laughs> 
Ora babara balara jalara dilara kara doloro sarara kara injala raskara banda krastila ramara kelireste Rabada <laughs> <laughs> 
in our powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was placed on my heart this morning is from Isaiah 1, verses 18 and 19. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The first is from Malachi 3, verses 10 and 11, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, <clears throat> Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the, says the Lord Almighty. The second scripture is from Ephesians 1 verses 17 to 21, quoted from the NIV, where it says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are being blessed by these morning encounters. Brother Savio's daily reflections, uh, Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Bible study sessions. Please share those with friends and family. Invite them to come join us during live sessions or you can point them to the recordings stored on YouTube or Spotify. You can also share a link to the Telegram group so that they can join there and post their prayer requests that others might pray with them. A reminder about our Bible study session as well. This will be the last part in our current series on the power of your words this Friday. So we shall share 
the links on all our channels so that you can then share those again with others and invite them to come join us. And that the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and chases and overtakes us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Thank you Russell. God bless everyone. God bless everyone.